Hello and welcome to the Wise Guys Podcast. I'm your host, Brady Fitzgerald, joined as always by my co-host, Chris Hagan. How you guys doing? So, we're back with another interview with our good friend, Jacoby. What's up, guys? What's up? <laughs> so, uh, Chris, did you want to start us off with the interview questions? Uh, yeah, so you're, uh, you're going to Hopkins this year, right? Yes, sir. That's right. So, how'd you get in contact with them? So, uh, as I was finding my way outside of prep school, um, I transferred to AACC and... You know, they don't have football, which is kind of a sad thing. So I had to uh, play another sport, which was lacrosse. And Coach Danilis is really close friends with Coach McMillian, who used to coach at Cornell, now coaching at Hopkins. And they were in contact, and I guess some good things were said. And um, that's that. Uh, I originally talked to, um, like, through the recruiting process about playing football at Hopkins, but that's not going to go through due to COVID. So finding other alleys, you know, track was there. And in the spring, I didn't want to just be stuck to track. So I just hopped on as a walk-on for the cross, and things are turning out for the best for me. Blessed as always. Yeah, that is, uh, that's super impressive. I mean, like, you go in to play football, and it's like, yeah, Johns Hopkins football is great and all, but lacrosse at Johns Hopkins is like a whole other level. Oh, yeah, for sure. The athletes there are actually ridiculous. I'm friends with, the, with some of them throughout my middle school years. Never played lacrosse, obviously, till my like senior year of high school. But, I mean, everything there. I mean, you got Paul Rabel that went there. Just so many big names coming out of that program. It's, and with how big lacrosse is getting, I mean, I, I hopped on the bandwagon as soon as I could. Yeah, and it's funny you say that as soon as you could when that's your senior year of high school. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, it, it's just a big wave now, especially with the Northeast. I mean, now we got schools in California. I mean, the Texas Longhorns are actually opening up to have a lacrosse team. You know, every a lot of schools are now trying to make lacrosse teams because just how big it's gotten over the past, what, five years now? I mean, they have two different leagues, so opportunities are everywhere. Yeah, I mean, definitely here. Like, it's been big here for a little while, and I think – Around the country, I guess it's starting to get to that same level where it is here in Maryland. Oh, for sure, for sure. So, what was the difference or the transition, I guess, like from you said prep school to now D one lacrosse? Oh well, I mean prep school, everything was just it was more strict. I mean, literally every hour was laid out for you. You were on a very small campus, so you were close with everybody. I mean, there was like twelve people to each classroom. You were, you were inside dorms with like six, seven people, and everybody there usually was athletes. They weren't really there just for schooling. So everybody there was kind of in the same concept, the same boat as you. So you could kind of relate with everybody, which was awesome. And then mm-hmm. transitioning to AACC, I mean, even that, like that campus is huge. I mean, you got to think there are people that are coming back to school in their 30s, so you're not close with anybody. So that kind of opened my eyes, which was probably the biggest difference, honestly. And then now at uh, Hopkins, I'm expecting it to be the same thing, except I'm going to be on a more strict uh, schedule because, you know, with like the nursing program and trying to major in psych. So everything's literally going to be exactly like prep school, just on a broader scale, population wise. Yeah. So that gets me to my next question. Uh, You talk about the nursing program. You you just got a a new job for being a patriotic, uh, patriotic nurse, right? No, a psychiatric nurse. Psychiatric nurse. Close. Yeah. Yeah, you're good. <laughs> um, so, what's that like, and uh, how has it been so far? 
Well, obviously, I can't go like too in depth because of uh, oh, HIPAA, yeah. but um, I mean, it's fun. I mean, I've already had what three three twelve hour shifts there, and I mean, just the amount of exposure I've gotten. I mean, I'm going to be so far ahead of some people in my program because I mean, they have no hands on experience. They've just been in the books in the classroom. So, and my mom was a big help with that. She's also a psychiatric nurse a, uh, AAMC, so stepping into that light was, you know, a lot easier for me than, like, some younger people coming out of school or even in school. But What? Oh, sorry. sorry. No, you're good, but, but as far as, like, just the exposure and stuff, I'm going to be light years ahead of everybody, which I'm so grateful for. It's honestly just been a big eye-opener to, like, the real world and, you know, how people are living their lives so much differently than, you know, people that were blessed to have, like, such a good life, if that makes any sense. Yeah, I understand. Um, so how did you, so you said your mom was a nurse, so you've been exposed to this whole, your whole life? You've been uh, exposed to this type of? Uh, like, not my whole life. She went back to school, because she had me at a young age, but she went back to school about 10 years ago, and she's been a nurse AMC for about four or five years now. So it's been pretty recent, but, I mean, towards my later years of, like, in my teens, so I guess I was more mature to realize, like, all right, that's definitely something I want to do. Yeah, that's awesome. It gives you, like, a an interest point that some people going to college, a lot of people don't have. Oh, yeah, that's why I say I'm just extremely blessed. Like, everything fell into place perfectly, and, I mean, I've just been taking it every day, uh, one day at a time, one step at a time. So what's your... uh? Back to athletics, what's your off-season training program like? Is it intense or? Oh, it's, uh, well, obviously you need that rest, but as an athlete, you want to work out every day, just get better every day. So I usually do about six days a week. I, don't, I actually only lift about three days a week with my schedule, so, because it's kind of hard to cram everything in. But every day, I mean, I'm running. My dad's a big help with that. He'll, you know, like the, you know, the crazy dad that pushes their son, you know, 4.30 a.m. runs, <laughs> stuff like oh, that. Wow. I mean. I've been doing it since high school, so nothing's really different. It's just run every day. Now with lacrosse, it's stick work, you know, more lateral instead of linear speed, such as, like, track and football. So just trying to transition with sports, but still six days a week of training. Mm-hmm. Now, speaking of transition, how, um, how hard was it from, to translate from football after they said the season's over to then lacrosse on, it's like, you know, it's a completely different sport? Oh, for sure. Yeah, it's totally a different sport. Um, I mean, football, you have your guys that are, you know, short bursts, six seconds. I mean, six second bursts, like they're just flying all over the field in those six seconds with lacrosse. I mean, that whistle is literally just a two second pause. It's not even a stop. So a lot more long distance running for training. Um, just getting used to the torque in your body. I mean, just shooting, twisting your hips. A lot of, I mean, yoga has been a big part of, like, trying to get me better at lacrosse now because, I mean, my hips are really tight. So just trying to be able to flip my hips faster. Um, like I said, a lot less linear speed, more cone work. I mean, I had to dial in, too, also on just the mechanics of lacrosse. I mean, it's both both hands are being used at the same time. I mean, you're, the amount of force you have to produce with a twist in your core. I mean, my core has gotten a lot stronger, so... Just in like the small senses like that, just being more mobile for lacrosse than you do a football. Yeah, I mean that sounds awesome. Uh, what type of what position do you play for lacrosse? Uh, short stick D midi, which is is kind of a newer position now. It's 
where they can play both sides of the ball. I mean, I can, I'm not saying I'm like a, the greatest shooter or anything like that, but a short stick D midi is usually, you're going to go and guard your, the faster guy in the field who's also the other mid- midfielder. But I mean, if you have a chance, like you're still going to stay on that offensive side and not switch off, such as like a long stick D midi. So you can kind of play both ends of the ball. A lot more conditioning because you have to play both sides at times. Did you have skills that you developed in football that kind of translate directly into lacrosse and help you out there? Oh, for sure. I mean, in lacrosse or in football playing defensive back, I mean, you're just watching hips constantly. You're never eye-to-eye with anybody. So in that sense, I mean, just watching people's hips, I mean, you got to follow hips. Your hips... Your hips don't lie. I mean, if they're going right, if your hips point right, you're going right. If they're going left, they're going left. If they're coming straight at you, they're coming straight at you. There's no way around it. So in that mm-hmm. sense, I mean, just sticking to that, I mean, um, besides that, though, I mean, strength-wise, same thing as usual. I mean, speed, conditioning, it's all the same thing, just a lot more in tune with your hips and your core. Yeah, that's incredible that you can do, you just quickly, you know, you transitioned from football to uh, lacrosse. Uh, let's say, you know, you're going to Johns Hopkins there. You're, let's just say you, uh, you have the option to pick MLS or PLL. Which one do you say? Uh, I would say PLL. I mean, those guys there are like, they're top dogs. I mean, not just saying the money-wise, but just the exposure. I mean, literally the top guys are there. It's almost bar none. It's PLL is more like the NBA, while the MLL is more like the G League kind of. I mean, you got guys from the MLL trying to transfer to the PLL now. So, wow, and that's crazy to think about because of uh, the PLL just started last year. Am I am I correct? Yeah, you're correct. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> and then this year, it's so like the like you think about the leagues that just start and how hard it is for them to start. And oh, the, yeah. The XFL got destroyed by COVID and will not happen again. Oh, so, of course. Yeah, that's sad. And uh, this weekend is the PLL tournament, which is awesome to see. And it's great to see that the league can still stay around and get around this whole pandemic. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like I said, bringing in the revenue of like how big it is now, you got younger kids that are watching. So they're more dialed in. The parents are more dialed in for the kids to watch. I mean, they even had Drew Brees on an interview on a game I was watching. His kids all play lacrosse. So, I mean, just even other you know, professional athletes, kids are trying to play that sport. I mean, for sure, people are going to start opening their eyes more to the sport. Yeah, definitely. That's great. Um, so, Chris, do you have any other questions? Uh, the last one I had was, how often do people tell you you look like Patrick Mahomes? Uh, it's an everyday thing. I mean, like, I, <laughs> like Brady said when I went and got my new job at the hospital, I think the first thing somebody said to me was like, man, you know what? And I was like, yeah, he's like, you know who you look like? I was like, yeah, I already know. He's like, Patrick Mahomes. I was like, yeah, man. Hey, I mean, it was the first connection that I made when I saw you. That, same here. It's it's the uh, it's a it's a rare rare type of person that can pull off that haircut, but I think you do it well. Right. Yeah, it's a, I'm telling you, it's like an hour of grooming a day. I'm not even gonna lie. So, <laughs> is that part of your schedule? It's like an hour for hair, you know? Oh, for, oh, for sure. Yeah, I mean, I gotta look good when I go out. You know what I mean? <laughs> of course, for the tape. All right, so uh, you know, let's move on to some football news. Uh, well, there was a massive trade last Thursday, I think, or Friday, oh. of uh, Jamal Adams to the Seahawks, and. <sighs> Yeah, finally. Yeah, finally, yeah, our boy Jamal Adams is gone. <laughs> but uh, I think the Seahawks paid too much. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. They gave up a ton. Yeah. But at the same time, he is... He's a pretty rare talent, I'm not going to lie. You know, oh, yeah, he, he's definitely a top... Maybe the best safety in the league. If not, he's top two or three. But, oh, I mean, for sure. I, I, think, I think he's top safety. Two first-round yeah. picks, a third-rounder, and a starter? It's a, it's a ton. I, like, I see why they did it, but, I mean... It's it's seriously a lot. It it really I mean, is, but if you come down to it, I mean, Jamal Adams has put himself at like such a young star. You know, he's going to outwork anybody. And being behind Pete Carroll and him used to having the Legion of Boom, I mean, sky's the limit with Jamal. I mean, yeah, he I mean, went to LSU. You know, he's been a top tier DB for all of his life. So, right, and we'll see. Like, we'll see looking back in a few years, but. It seems to me like it might be one of those trades that rarely happens where both teams seem to have gotten a pretty good deal. The Jets obviously had to get rid of him. Yeah. Like, everybody knew that he wanted out. So it was kind of surprising that they got as much as they did. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Because the market was kind of low because they've, ha- they've been holding on to him. And he, they, all the leverage was towards Jamal and the other team trying to trade for him. And they still got a lot out of it. So yeah. it's a slight win for the Jets, which never happens. <laughs> yeah, right. that, I would say that's really rare. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll see what those picks turn into. But as of now, if I were a Jets fan, like if you accepted that he had to be traded, I would be pretty excited with what they got out of it. Oh, exactly. for sure. Because uh, even if it ends up being, you know, 26, 27 overall pick, I mean, that's still a first rounder. It's not a, mm-hmm. it's not a guaranteed, but then those first rounders can be packaged together to be someone else. Yeah, exactly. Have, what four first rounders in two years? Trade that for someone else, and they got his replacement too. Yeah, and they got a permanent th- replacement, but for now at least. To trade and he was a starting caliber caliber safety. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, it's and it's also crazy that it. Did you see the reports that apparently Bradley McDougal was talking to uh Jadavion Clowney, and so they might also get Jadavion out of the the trade technically. Because no the way Jets. he would have gone to the Jets without him. Yeah, definitely not. <laughs> I, um, I don't know. I would have to see what's going to happen with that then. Right. Yeah, it could be. I mean, it could be. It could end up being really well for them. But Jamal is like, he's a next level talent. So good for the Seahawks to get it. Yeah. It seems like the only person who didn't win here is Le'Veon Bell, who was ticked at Jamal Adams. Oh, like. I mean, you saw the tweets. They were <laughs> tweeting at each other as bad. soon as it happened. Uh, he was big. I don't understand why he was so angry. Like, it's been a long time that he's wanted out. Why yeah. didn't he say something earlier? Or did he? Because I, I think it was, uh, apparently, what I got out of it was that when Le'Veon was deciding what team to go to, Jamal was like, oh, come here, come here. You'll love it here. Mm-hmm. And then the <laughs> second he got there, he's like, yeah, I kind of want out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I could feel the betrayal. He was definitely hurt. Uh, oh yeah, he was hurt. But he sounded like a baby. Yeah, he definitely did. Yeah, he didn't. Yeah, it wasn't really professional the way he handled it. No, <laughs> definitely not. And Jamal Adams hit him with the perfect response. He was like, "I guess we'll see you week 14. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that game's. Uh, I want to go. I want to see that game once I, I saw see that him lay out Le'Veon. That's yeah. What I, <laughs> I mean, Jamal has all the leverage in that situation as the defensive player. Exactly. Oh, exactly. He can just Rattling. nail him, and he's a running. It's like not, it's not like he's a quarterback. He he can actually right. hurt him. Yeah, <laughs> he's gonna go on the screen. Jamal's gonna read it perfectly. There oh, go. yeah. If he's up in the open field, be prepared. 
back to back to Clowney, I saw a Photoshop of him in a Pats uniform today, with all the guys on the Pats opting out. I I did see that too. That. <laughs> there was a the opting out sucks. I mean, I get what they're doing. I respect them for doing it, but you know, it's just sad. It's like them getting injured all year. Yeah. Uh, so we it definitely took a the my first thought was when that happened. All of them opt what six players opted out. I was like, Lisa. it's almost That's Trevor time. Yeah, that, <laughs> is there a party that thinks that Belichick is like encouraging them to opt out? So I think they, after Donta hopped it out, it must have been like, all right, you got to call up some other people. You got to get, you got to get the whole defense out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Let's but, just see if Stidham is good, and if not, then it's yeah, we'll throw him to the Wolves. Uh, Newton, <laughs> Newton can try. I'm all, I'm big Newton guy still, but you know he can, he can help help his best, and then. Jesus can come and save us. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus can come and save us. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. Um, but with that, Clowney, I mean, what what I say? La- like two pods ago, I uh, I was done on Clowney. I was tired of his crap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, if he signs with the Pats, I guess I guess I'll root for him. But <laughs> if not, then he's still, he's still canceled in my book. <laughs> I mean, he's not even the same position as any of the guys that opted out. Is he? Yeah. Oh, no, he's not. He wouldn't. He wouldn't even be filling a position. But now they have money. That's the thing. Like they had. They had no cap space until they opted out. Now they have like twenty five million. Mm. Um. So Jacoby, you uh, you texted me yesterday about the uh, the top one hundred. Oh yeah, I've been what watching that religiously. That? <laughs> uh, my boy Tannehill made it in there. I did see that. I still don't think that he's a top one hundred player. I hey man, if he can do what he did in that little bit of time, I, I believe he's all there. I mean, he beat Lamar and the Ravens in their house. Beat the yeah, Patriots in their him house what, like eight times. Hey, he still did it though, didn't he? <laughs> he did. He did. And they beat my Patriots, so I I'll give him the respect he deserves. But, but I mean, uh, hey, he, we were two and four before he started. That's and true. we somehow made the playoffs on his yeah, back. I mean, that's how it is. It, uh, his uh, numbers were great. His efficiency was great. You know, just not flashy. Yeah, I mean, he got the job done. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying he's like a top four QB. He's not no like Deshaun Watson or <laughs> Lamar or Mahomes. I hope but not. No, but he's he's definitely there. I mean, all he has to do is really just give the ball to Henry. I mean, Henry is. Uh, that's. Uh, I've been watching him since Alabama. I was so happy when we got him. I knew. So, <laughs> why are you a Tennessee fan? So I was. Like, when I was younger, I was, like, always told I was fast. And so, you know, Chris Johnson back in the day was, like, 4-2-4, oh, yeah. four, mm-hmm. stuff like that. So I followed him to the Titans. And then once he left, I was a big Cortland Finnegan guy because he got into a fight with Andre Johnson. <laughs> I mean, and then after that, I just stuck with the Titans. I was like, you know, the colors are nice. You know, it's in Tennessee. My dad's from Tennessee. So, you know, oh, I just, you know, I was like, you know, I'm not going to jump ship. You know, let me just yeah, stay with him. Yeah, perfect combo. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Chris, the thing I remember about Chris Johnson, sorry, I cut out there for a little bit. My connection's a little shoddy, so sorry about uh, that. You're fine. But, uh, like his fan, I remember he had one. Oh, I think, I think he's going him. for 20 plus points. Yeah, Chris, you're going to have to re-say that. Your connection is, is pretty bad right now. Unless, Jacoby, can you hear him? <laughs> no, it's still static on my end. <laughs> All right, we'll just... uh. Right. right now we'll see if he comes back um but the tan hill thing i think like you look at the the 
the advanced stats, like the sabermetrics, I think they call it. Yeah. And he's he's like great in all the accuracy and he has great it looks like he has great connection with the wide receivers. But the true test is this year. Oh, for he, sure. His he got the he's money. Gotta, he's gotta he's gotta pull it what? off again. And I remember when they traded for Tannehill and I was just like, I guess I like I guess that's a kind of a pointless trade. Honestly, when I thought we were getting him before AJ Brown broke out, I thought we were going to transition him to receiver because he was a receiver in college. I honestly yeah, thought we were going to transition him to receiver again. They could have, or they could have put Marcus. I mean, they put Marcus out there on a couple routes this year. That is true. I mean, I'm not saying I hated Mariota, but I mean his time was done. I mean he pulled off a couple great wins, but he wasn't he wasn't efficient at all. I only liked Mariota because they kicked out the Chiefs that one year. When he oh, yeah, when it was that was amazing. Yeah, I mean, I wish that happened again this year, but you know. It's all right. It's all right. Um, I actually, when, when you guys made it to the championship game, I was like, oh, the Chiefs always have. I mean, the Chiefs cannot beat the Titans. They, they never do. And that, the- Yeah, I mean, the past two years we beat when they had Alex and... Yeah, the luck they- ran out, though. You yeah. beat him this, you beat him this year off a blocked field goal, right? Yeah, we beat him in the regular season. Yeah. Uh, so I was disappointed when they when they lost. But it's all right. You guys will be back. It'll be fun. Uh, I still don't get the Jarrell Casey trade, though. You don't get it? No. Why'd y'all trade him? I don't know. I Honestly, he was one of our better D linemen. I, don't, I honestly don't know why. Maybe he was... I never heard anything that he was, like, asking for more money or, like, was, like... An irrelevant or bad energy in the locker room. So I honestly have no reason. Like, I don't see any reason why we got rid of him. And a, se- and a seventh round pick. I mean, that's nothing. Yeah, that's literally just handing for, him away. Yeah, for a pro bowler that was doing great this year. So yeah, he never fell off. Like he was, he's consistent. He's never too good or bad. He's like consistently just always at the top tier. Not the best, but the top. Yeah, that was uh, that was weird though. So Chris, you you back in, Chris? <laughs> I am I? Can you hear yeah. me? Yeah, we hear you now. The, when I was talking earlier, I just heard like you say, I think we lost him. I couldn't hear anything else and I was gone. <laughs> yeah, you just you were just like, uh in fantasy football. <laughs> Stop talking. Well, do you wanna do you wanna I was, say it again? <laughs> Chris Johnson was really good in fantasy. That was all that, that was the basis of what I was saying. And then I got uh, booted, so yeah, he was definitely super good. Want me to say that. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm not sure how where we got ne- from there, but no, we know we were talking about Tannehill. It's all right. How, um, how excited were you when they beat the Ravens in the divisional round? Oh, I was. I mean, I was ecstatic. I was watching it up in my house in my room, and you know, there's video proof. I stayed up till like <laughs> 1 a.m. just like working out. I was so full of energy when I saw that happen. <laughs> As a as an avid like hater of the the people that are super excited about the Ravens because they're obnoxious, yeah, uh, it was so that that was my most fun game of the year to watch. Oh, for sure. I just I, remember sitting down downstairs and just like I don't remember why why, but my dad wasn't home and I normally watch football with him, and we were just like I was just sitting there. I was like, oh come on, you could do it. Score another touchdown. Score another touchdown. <laughs> and they and when uh, Henry threw it. In the end zone, I was like, "No way!" They just got passed on mm-hmm. by a running back. And well, the, I mean, the one catch that Johnny Smith had in the end zone. Oh my god! Oh, yes. like the it's it's, it's funny. Like he came out of nowhere, and he's actually been pretty good this year. 
Yeah, he 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 was never like he was under the radar for a little bit. He definitely he's a lot faster than he moves, so we used him a lot more screen routes. Well, I mean, once the playoffs came, he definitely was like a bigger impact than like when we needed him. Yeah, that's uh that's pretty dope that you guys came with from uh Delaney Walker. It seemed like nothing after that because was he injured this year or did he retire? I don't remember. I'm pr- I'm pretty sure he retired. He because we got rid of him. He's like Tony like, our- Gates. I just I don't know if they're retired or if they're still playing. Or Tony Gates injured. just kind of like hangs in there. Yeah, yeah he, he just, just he's, lingers. He's never retired, yeah. but like you never see him play either. So you don't know what's <laughs> going on with him. Yeah, that w- that was weird, but uh Deanna smith is he's nice yeah uh and the emergence of aj brown was that was a sight to see too oh i know I'm, like checking I mean, fantasy stats and stuff it just keeps like he had that many points this year <laughs> the thing i don't like about aj brown is that people say he's better than terry mclaurin <sighs> i love terry mclaurin gary terry <laughs> see i don't i don't watch enough of terry so i mean i just <laughs> i usually just stick to like the titans Mm-hmm. The problem with Terry is that AJ Brown actually gets a ball. Terry gets it five yards in front of him. <laughs> that's the only oh, problem with Terry. That's not entirely true. I, at some points, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, definitely does not have as good quarterback play as uh, AJ Brown does. No, it's not, not, not that big of a difference. What I was mad about is that we're all talking about the the rookies from wide receivers this year. And my team drafted one in the first round. He did squat. <laughs> yeah, Nikhil Harry. I, uh. I still have faith in him. He was injured all year, and Tom Brady didn't like him. So I got faith yeah. in him. I'm telling you, I consider it like z- year zero of his yeah, career. Yeah, year zero. He's, ba- he's yeah. another real year. Yeah. yeah. I'm the telling you, Cam, Cam's going to emerge. <laughs> I, hey, I, uh, I have all the faith in Cam. Uh, I just hope more of our team doesn't uh, opt out. Because it seems like we're the only team that has been opting out. I've only seen a couple <laughs> other big names. <laughs> there's, there's one guy on the, the Washington team. I don't even know. I didn't even recognize who it was. So and it's just yeah, irrelevant. Probably 95% of our players. I was like, oh, bummer. He's not playing. <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, like, the what stinks is that we lost. There, everyone that we lose, it's like, I see a tweet that says we lost them, and then I see some guys go, yeah, he also could retire this year. This could be his last year. And I was like, wow. (laughs) (laughs) Who's that? Uh, They said about Patrick Chung and – they talked about Patrick Chung, Hightower, and Marcus Cannon, which Marcus Cannon makes sense, though. He's he's pretty old. Hightower's not that old, is he? No, Hightower's not that old. I think he's like – he might be 31 or 32, though. I don't know. He, I mean, for some reason, I feel like he's so much older than that. He I, he like does, he's been around forever. He, he does feel like he's been around. I think because he's played in so many big games. But, yeah. yeah, that is true. And he played in big games at Alabama, too. So, like, going from Alabama to the Patriots, he's, like, yeah. always on your TV. For yeah. Big games. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, he's only 30 years old. Mm-hmm. I don't, but Patrick Chung's 32. He might. Yeah, he's getting down. up there. Yeah, he's a, yeah, he's around there. I wouldn't say retired yet, but he's he's definitely about to. What I was nervous be. about was that uh, both McCordys were on a podcast and saying they were weary about it and might not oh. out. So if <laughs> we also lose, now, yeah. that's like the whole defense. It's like it, yeah, it's everyone but Gilmore. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, Gilmore's Gilmore. not going to look as good this year if everyone's opted out and he's all. <laughs> 
it's gonna be all on him. <laughs> yeah. I got, I got faith in coaching and rookies though. That's all I got. <laughs> that's a lot it's a lot of faith to put there. What like I mean I was like, oh, I mean, like, yeah, it's definitely going to be a different season without Brady. And now they're like, yeah, it's actually you're losing everyone. So it'll be a <laughs> real different season. <laughs> Adding more fuel Every- to the fire. Seriously. Yeah. Honestly. Everyone who's ever won a ring there is now not playing. Yeah, he's not playing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. At least it didn't say, like, oh, he's opting out and only wants to play for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Then <laughs> I would be sad. <laughs> Just they the have like, there's like a direct... there's a pipeline from New England to Tampa yeah. Bay. All those guys are going down. <laughs> yeah, they're all just, and like, man, and and Florida for Miami. They just all want to go to Florida. Right. Yeah, which is the worst place that you could go at this time if you don't want to. Yeah, exactly. Honestly. Um, someone, some stupid guy on Twitter got me with a. I mean, I love his Twitter account. Shout out to Boston Cream, but he got me with a fake news article that tom brady got covid and it was oh like <laughs> two in the morning that i saw it and <laughs> i was like you know i think he this is fake but i'm gonna look at like i was like why is this not trending on twitter that tom brady mm-hmm. has uh coronavirus and i looked it up and then i was like oh this is a stupid fake one but it literally <laughs> says at the end it's like i read the article and i never read the ads and this looks like an ad and it goes Oh, you got pranked. If you want to do a fake article, here's the link to do one. <laughs> <laughs> we we should start doing that on our Twitter. Just post out like a ton of fake articles and then maybe one of them will get trending. That is true. Oh, I'm, yeah, maybe one of them will. That's uh reminds me of Chris, that reminds me of our friend Bake. Bake got uh-huh. a got a couple pretty mean pretty mean of uh, fake news articles that got retweeted and shit. Oh yeah, big time. Oh man, uh, I got got the other day, and Twitter like, you know how they give you the for you tweets. My one, oh, I because they, they got it off the wild right guys pod. They had like <laughs> it was like Dan Snyder's selling the team or whatever, and it it was from like fake Adam Scheffner. Yeah, yeah, and it wasn't even a good fake Adam Scheffner. It had like ten followers, and I think it was about the name change. And I was like, "Are you kidding me? Like, you're really giving this to me?" Uh, yeah, Twitter really got us on that one. I was, well, I was ticked about it. That's why I, don't, I don't even <laughs> go on account. Twitter anymore. Oh, you don't go on Twitter anymore? <laughs> no, I just can't because I don't know what's real and what's fake anymore. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> the problem is that's where I get, like, all of my news. Like, uh, I'm just scro- If I see one tweet, I'm like, I have to find out if this is real. And then I'm scrolling <laughs> going for the next one-hour search. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely... It's the scary side of Twitter. Cause, and you can make... The, the the fact that you can have your account be named Sports Center, <laughs> it's just like it makes <laughs> it really throw, like, right. Throw one in there, keep the same Sports logo. Yeah, right, yeah. It's imp- it's almost impossible to tell. Like for the Which, first, your you gut really reaction. Look for that. Yeah, it's the gut reaction that gets them. It's not the because uh, like you can see, oh, it's not verified. But hmm. once you see the gut reaction, it's like, oh, almost got me. Yeah. <laughs> <Oof>. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's all we got. Do we have any other uh, NFL news? Oh, um, I, I mean, Mahomes, Mahomes is the owner of the uh, Royals. Or co-owner. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah, that I think I saw is, that. He is living. Yeah, he really he is. is. <laughs> I'm not even going to lie. <laughs> oh, yeah, how good. old is he? 24, 25? I think no he's 24. 
He's 24. And he's already a part he's owner yeah. in a professional sports team. He's got a Super Bowl, and he's got a $500 million contract. You know, with, you know, it's, with, you know what's strange, though, is that um, Patrick Mahomes is 24, and Joe Burrow is 23, and he hasn't played a snap yet. Mm-hmm. And He's old. Uh, yeah, Joe Burrow is old. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to have like a 10-year career and call it quits. He's not even that. <laughs> Yeah, ancient. Not if he's playing on the Bengals the whole time. Yeah, exactly. He'll be, be out in five years if he's keep playing <laughs> on the Bengals, getting beaten up. Well, he's isn't he older than Lamar? Yeah, yeah. people saying that last year. Yeah, the, the Heisman, the Heisman number one pick. Game. Well, because Lamar never redshirted, he went straight through. Right. All three years were straight through. Hmm. Yeah, those those Louisville years were cool though. Yeah, no, yeah, I, he was different breed there. I still watch those, and I'm not gonna lie. Really? Yeah, I mean, they're. I mean, they're not. I mean, it literally just looks like a video game is being played with him. I mean, yeah, he even I, does that in Madden or in a uh, Madden with the NFL, but like, still, like, just watching him easily just make one move and he's gone ten yards. I mean, it's it's annoying. You're born with that. <laughs> you 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 don't work on that. You you're born to do that. Uh, some things you just can't coach. Yeah, that's one of them. Yeah, or and coaching how to coaching how to stop that too. That's one of them too. You can't coach. Oh, that. Right? <laughs> no, you can't. Yeah, it's. I was watching the highlights from they were playing Louisville was playing Clemson and it was when uh, Deshaun Watson was there. Yeah, like those two going at it. That was just incredible. I mean, Clemson won with Deshaun, but Lamar put on a mm-hmm. show. I mean, he did. I mean, the only thing he could have done was play defense. Right. Yeah. Like, I mean, but I mean, at the same. I mean, at the same time, though, I mean, he was getting worked on offense. Like, he, I'm pretty sure he ran the ball, like, 20 times and threw the ball, like, 40. I mean, he was doing everything he could. He was, like, the whole team. I mean, if yeah. they had a better surrounding cast, they probably would have won a national championship. Oh, for sure. That's how good he was. And, and people still didn't think he could make it to the NFL. I don't understand how. I still won't ever get that. Yeah, like, I mean, with how many, like, I mean, obviously you can't put your... Can't say every like low star like one year wonder is going to be bad. Like he consistently was doing that three years and just kept progressing. So like yeah. just the fact he's that young, he can progress. He's one of a kind playing QB. I mean, honestly, he's just a Michael Vick was the prototype. Lamar is like the real deal. So mm-hmm. it's like how could you not try to like get him as soon as you could? I mean, I'll admit I was skeptical when he was coming out of college. I didn't like he wasn't the typical NFL quarterback. Like he didn't play that style. Then, yeah, like, I after remember watching him one year. I was like eating my words. I was like, yeah. I remember man. last year when we did our fantasy football um, draft. You, John was his name was Wise Guys Fan, um, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> you were like, of course he oh. won the league. Yeah, he of course he won the league because he's a Wise Guys fan. So anyway, <laughs> he uh, you we were saying. He kept, he had Jared Goff and Lamar Jackson, and for the Instagram mm-hmm. picture, Chris, you said, "Hey, can you start Jared Goff?" Word for word, what you said. I was like, "So we don't look bad. Can you uh, start Jared Goff?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and oh. I'm eating my words. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> oh man. Well, yeah. I think that's 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 pretty much it. The role. Yeah, that, <laughs> yeah, that's all I got. All right. Well, the Jacoby, thanks for coming on. You Thanks can come for on me. Anytime, anytime you want, you can come on. Just oh, for sure, for sure. We have to do this again soon. All right, perfect. All right, man. Um, 
Well, I'll see you guys later and uh, everyone have a great day.